Hey everybody, God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. Um, at the time of recording, it is day four of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And I just want to encourage you, if you haven't joined in yet, um, get on the bandwagon. This is a great time to you know, turn down the volume of the world, turn down the volume knob on your flesh, um, you know, your physical symptoms, uh, what the circumstances of your life is shouting at you. It's time to turn down that volume knob and allow the spirit of God to speak to you. He's always speaking. Um, and it's easier to hear him if we're not listening so intently on, uh, the things of the flesh. And one way to do that, the best way to do that is through prayer and fasting. So I encourage you to join us if you haven't haven't joined us yet. And I just want to get in on um, one of the points. I was asked to do a devotional on one of the prayer points or one of the praise points, I could say, um, for our week of prayer and fasting through the AG. And today's point was Jesus as human. Now, We all know that Jesus walked the earth as a man. Um, That might be surprising to you (laughs) because we look at Jesus and he was just amazing in every single way. And sometimes there are some of these negative generalizations or um, excuses that we give towards men because they are men. You know, you've all said it. Oh, well, you know, he's a man. Um, And even if you haven't said it about a man... Uh, we've all probably said of ourselves, well, we're only human. And the encouraging thing is that Jesus was also human. (laughs) Jesus was a man. He walked this earth as a man. He actually humbled himself as a servant. uh, Sorry, uh, as a servant. I said servant. He humbled himself as a servant. He took took a position of a servant. He took on flesh. He was a baby at some point in time. He had to learn how to walk. He had to learn how to talk. And Jesus, though he was fully God, he was also fully man. And he, he so to speak, humbled himself. He emptied himself of those God abilities and came to the earth and walked the earth in flesh. And in the same way that you and I walk this earth in a body, And we are spirit, but we are in a body. Um, That's the same way that Jesus walked this earth. I I want you to be encouraged by that today. That Jesus walked this earth empowered by the Holy Spirit. And that's how he was the way that he was. That's how he did the things that he did. And he had a connection with the Father, even in this human body. Do you know that Jesus knew what it was like to be tired? He knew what it was like to have to sleep. He at times gave up sleep to pray instead. And Jesus knew what it was like to be hungry. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Uh, Jesus sympathizes with our weaknesses. Um, Somebody that I know from the church just recently um, said this that I, I don't know if she was reading something or she heard it or she just read it from the word and like it clicked to her that um, Jesus, when he hung on the cross, he said to John, uh, one of his disciples, John, this is my mother. Uh, Mom, this is this is now your son, John. And 
It's like Jesus cared about the, the humanity, the human side of this situation. He cared that he had a mother um, who was now losing her son. And that should bring comfort to you. He knows how to sympathize with our weaknesses. He knows what it's like to walk in an earthly body. And uh, he knows what it's like also to be empowered by the Spirit of God while walking in this earthly body. So in the same way that he was empowered by God, you are empowered by God to do exploits. As he is, so are we in this world. Amen. Uh, The other point that I want to point out about Jesus being human is that he was the word became flesh. This is found in John, which is one of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. This is found in John. It is New Testament, and it says the following. uh, John 1.1, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God. I'm sorry, I'm trying to do it from memory while I'm reading it in a different in a different version. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. Down in verse 14, it says, so the word became human or the word became flesh and he made his home among us. That word was Jesus. Jesus is the word became flesh. By God's command by his word, the earth was formed. This is found in Hebrews chapter 11. uh, I believe it's verse three. You know, I could just have this stuff ready. I do this every time. Hebrews chapter 11, verse three. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. What we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Jesus is the ultimate example of a word of God becoming flesh. Now you can look around and everything that you see now didn't come from anything that can be seen. That should encourage you because what you can feel, what is tangible, I'm touching my desk right now, I'm touching my Apple Pencil and clinking it right now, I'm clinking my coffee mug. What you see, physical, what has a tangibility to it, did not come from anything that can be seen. What you see came from a word. What exists now came from the word of God. And that should encourage you that that same authority that God has, that he can speak a word and it can come to pass. The same thing that Jesus did when he spoke, um, you know, to the fig tree and he cursed it and it, it dried up at the root. The same way that he told us that we can speak to the mountain and command it to, to move and it will be cast into the sea. Um, that same authority that God has, that when he spoke a word, All of creation came into existence and it's the word of God that became flesh, a tangible thing, a thing that can be seen. And that thing that I'm talking about is Jesus in the flesh. The same way that God has authority to do that, we also have authority to use our words to bring things to come to pass. And Job, it says, decree and declare a thing and it shall be established 
The word of God says, if you ask anything believing that you have received it, you will have it. So if you speak a word, you command a thing to be or not to be. Do you know that God's word creates? It builds up. The word of God can tear down and, to, and destroy. So you can use the word of God out of your mouth today to create, to build up, to tear down, and to destroy. And if we would see that the word of God is living and active, if we would see and believe in our minds, in our hearts, that the word of God is strong, it's powerful, it pulls down strongholds, it discerns the hearts, the motives of man, it's living and active, it will not return void. What God said about his word is true. And there are times that we just waver and we speak a word and then we wonder whether or not it will come to pass. You're not, you're not believing. Uh, you're saying it and hoping, which hope is a step in the right direction, but we've got to have faith. We've got to have not just hope. We have to go a step further and truly believe that God's word will come to pass in our lives in the same way that the word of God created flesh or became flesh. In that same way, what you say, what you use your mouth to de- declare and decree, it, it will come to pass. So we've got to believe the word of God. And finally, Jesus had to become a human. Um, he had to become a man. In order for us to be saved, mankind sinned. Adam and Eve sinned. They lost their authority to the devil. And so we were stuck in this situation where, man, I'm, I'm, I'm bound to sin. I'm bound to um, the issues of the flesh. I'm messing up. I'm continually doing things that I don't want to be doing. And I need um, a savior. Like I need somebody to come in and help me. So there was a man who needed to live a perfect life in order to regain that authority back from the back from the devil. Jesus was punished as an innocent man. He was tempted in all points and yet he didn't sin. So he was punished as an innocent man, which means that that punishment, that wrath, that could be credited to somebody else's account. Now, I don't know if this has ever happened to you. It's happened to me a couple times where um, I had a bill and I didn't realize that I had already paid it. So like I repaid a bill that I had already paid. Um, it doesn't happen anymore to me because I have everything on automatic payments. But back when I used to get the paper bills and then I would, uh, you know, go and pay it and then I would forget that I paid it. And so then I would find the paper bill again and I would go and pay it again. That overpayment, because there was not a debt that I owed any longer, it was credited to my account. Now we know with credit cards or with like different things, you're going to, you're going to eventually use it again. So it doesn't matter. It could stay in that account and and you're going to use it eventually. Um, But with Jesus, he paid a debt that he did not owe. He took the punishment for our sins. He paid the, the debt payment, but he owed no debt. And so it could have been credited to his account, but he would never have to use it. 
because he was sinless. He was the spotless lamb. And so that debt payment that did not have to be credited to his account because he was a man, it was able to be credited to mankind's account. Jesus died once for all. He died for all of our sins. He doesn't have to die again. He doesn't have to shed his blood again. He died and it's been credited to your account. The way that you receive it is for you to ask Jesus into your heart, for you to ask him to forgive you of your sins, for you to acknowledge that he died for you and that he took the punishment in your place and and for you to choose to follow him all the days of your life. Um, Jesus never, he will never have to owe a payment for his sin. And so it was credited to your account. Your job is to call on the name of the Lord and you'll be saved. Your position is to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and you actually get that payment credited to your account. You get to make a withdrawal on that. And so today I encourage you, um, know that Jesus walked this earth as a man. So you don't have to feel like, man, I'm only human or, um, all these temptations come my way. That's why I keep messing up or I, I'm subject to the afflictions of the earth, of this earth, of, you know, the fallen nature of man and the fact that there's sin on this earth. You know, I'm living on this earth and I'm affected by the fact that um, we live in a fallen world and all these uh, sinful circumstances, the, the fact that there's sin in this world is affecting me. And that's why I can't get up and over. Jesus walked on this earth. He was a man of many sorrows. He knows what it's like. And he overcame. And he said to us, in this world, you will have troubles, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. He has overcome it and you can overcome it too. You can live in the victory that Jesus has and be encouraged uh, on the second point, the fact that he was the word that became flesh. Everything Um, that you see came from something that cannot be seen. And so if there's something that you need in your life and you feel like, man, I just can't get a hold of it. I don't know how I'm going to grasp it. I don't know how it's going to come into my life. I don't know how a way is going to be made. He makes a way where there is no way. Even if it's not in existence right now, he'll make it for you. And he does it through his word. And your job, your responsibility, I want to say it that way, is to simply believe. Only believe. Have faith in God. Have faith in his word. And finally, he became a man. And he was tempted in all points, yet he did not sin. And so that punishment that he took on the cross as an innocent man, um, he took that punishment and it and it can be credited to your account um, if you would just call on the name of the Lord. So if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I encourage you to say this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner and I confess with my heart that Jesus, you're Lord. I believe that you died for me, that the punishment you took as an innocent man was credited to my account. Forgive me now. I believe in my heart that you rose from the dead that you're alive right now at the right hand of the Father, giving me power over sin. Fill me now with your Holy Spirit that I would live for you all the days of my life. In the name of Jesus, amen. 
Well, if you prayed that prayer, go ahead and let us know on one of our social media platforms. I trust that this word has encouraged you today. Um, get our, get the word out if you would. Go ahead and screenshot this. Share it on your um, Instagram. Share it on Facebook. Attach a link to it. Um, we love getting the word of God to people who want to take that next step in their walk with him. And so we love you very much. You guys have a great day. God bless.